Okay, Dad, so we're going to do a quick football episode. Welcome gotcha. back to Past the Prime Podcast. Is Eli done? I think is a good place to start. Is he... Are you trying to say he's done, Steve, or past his prime? Is that oh, where we're going with that? It, well... Is that where we're going with that? Is Eli... You know what? That is the essential question for Giants fans. Is, I've heard even some things that this might be his last year. Some people are saying that he'll walk away. You've heard, might, that, I've heard some... I, I've heard a couple of different stations that I've listened to. I've heard Stephen A. Smith say he thinks he may... This might Stephen be... Stephen He may retire at the end of the year. What I think Somebody who's not past their prime is Stephen A. No, Smith. No, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith. Not with everything he's got going. Stephen One day a. we will be we will reach that level. No, we will reach the level of Stephen A. Shout out to Stephen A. By the way, he just reached a million followers on Instagram. Wow, a million he's a, followers. He's a million ahead of me. He's yep. a million ahead of me. Yep. But once I get my account, I think it'll just blow there you off. go. Yeah. But he, here's the thing: I think what happened with the Giants is the Giants thought. When they drafted Saquon Barkley, they were going to become yeah. the Dallas Cowboys of a couple of the years 2016 ago. The 2016 Cowboys? Absolutely. Yeah. I think they, they felt, here's what we're going we're to have. We're going to have not Eli of 10 years ago. Right. We're going to have maybe Peyton when he went to the Denver Broncos. Mm. Run the ball, throw when he has to, but not force it. Be able to, right. man, like there we say, game manager, whatever. But he'd have the weapons to be a little bit more... Uh, aggressive if he mm-hmm. had to, but the running game would set up everything for him. Play action, protect him from getting knocked around, right? And it just hasn't happened. I, I think they thought their offensive line was going to be better, right? With some of the investment in Solder. I mean, you put Sol- a ton Hernandez. of money into Solder. They yeah. finally benched Eric Flowers. Well, I think look, Solder's been a little bit of a disappointment so far. I don't think he's been like a premier left tackle that they paid him to be. No, I don't know if that was a great contract. I'm, I'm not trying to knock him because obviously. Now, we're he not here still, to knock anybody. No, I, I, because, first of all, well, I don't like to knock players. Right. I don't. Um, right, especially exactly. someone the size of Nate Solder. Wouldn't want <laughs> to get into listening. Uh, he could road grade us now. I mean, I thought when I got Hernandez, it would give him a different. He's been okay. He's been. He's good. been fine. But I think the whole offensive line needed that. When I see Solder imi- uh, imitated, interviewed, he's more like like laid back type mm. of guy. Everything is cool. I like to see a little toughness and meanness. I'm not saying he's not. You know, a tough guy, but I'd like to just see them dominate a game up front. For, for, for it's been such a long time. I mean, the Giants have not scored thirty points. Thirty points, and for, they haven't even scored twenty points in a long time. They were averaging like eighteen to twenty points in the last like twenty games or thirty games that yeah. they played. They can't do it against like we saw against New Orleans. New Orleans all of a sudden just turns on. It's a close game. The Giants are still field goal, field goal, field goal, occasional touchdown. And with as much firepower as they have. Well, and this is why I start to really... Because you know me. Anybody who's known me has known I've been Eli's You're, biggest defender. You love Eli. For his entire that. career. I've been, and it's hard not to like him either. I mean, it, the guys won two Super Bowls. What's weird now is it feels like everyone, a lot of Giants fans, are all of a sudden big Eli Manning fans. They seem to forget that... I feel like I was the only one forever who, when people wanted to run him out of town, right. wanted him. Now, when he got benched, he became a martyr. It became a, uh, mm-hmm. you know something different. Poor Eli. Poor, right. right. And what's what's interesting to me about this, and what's hard for me, and I can't discern what's what. You know, I, I'm having a hard time making this all up. It, am I watching Eli done? And the reason I start to think it's why it, I start to think it may be him is he does have all the firepower. He has tremendous amount of and, firepower. And I just can't tell, is the offensive line really that bad? 
right. where it's really inhibiting to inhibiting him to a point where he he can't produce, or has it just been the offensive line has been so bad that now he's almost gunshot? Eli, for his whole career, whether you liked him or didn't, he's been such a tough quarterback. And I'm not saying he's not tough anymore. No. I'm just saying some of those big hits, he's definitely doing but everything you know when he you can get to pounded and keep getting pounded. Like he's had been in the last few years, because that offensive line has been brutal. I think it plays on your mind where you maybe think you need that extra half second, and he's not getting it, right. so he's letting it go. He's not throwing the guys open, right? Where he's throwing behind them a little bit, or he's too high, or he's rushing the throw because he's like, I can't trust offensive line and quarterback. There's got to be the trust there, right? That you're going to block. If I need an extra half second, you're going to give me that extra half second. If I don't have that, and I'm always worried, like, every time I go back, i got to release this. I don't want to throw it yet, but I've got to. Yeah. Or, like you brought up, he checks it down a lot. Yeah. Where he's like, okay, I'm not even going to try to look for Beckham deep or, or Shepard. I'm going to just throw it down. we got Barkley and let him break 10 tackles and get a 7 or 8 yards or whatever he's going to get for us. And right. that's been for the Giants. And that's what's been an, a problem for them over the years. They do have the weapons. I mean, you've got one of the best receivers, two of the best receivers, I think. Shepard's a good wide receiver. Ingram is, was coming on, then he hurt his knee. Yeah. So I don't know how long he's out. Or you have or, an amazing running back. You have an ama- You really do. It's like you said. The, we said the Cowboys of a couple of years ago. This is exactly the formula Ezekiel. they had. They had Des Bryant. Yeah. That's you know Odell, Odell Beckham. Yep. They've got Shepard, and they've got. A great running back, but we don't even know how good this kid is as a running back because he's got to juke so much. He he can't just hit a hole and go. It's like he's got to make or find his own hole. With just them. to get two yards, he makes three. To, he makes a couple of people right. Miss he has to make a to couple there, of yeah. people miss, or he runs seven yards to get two because mm-hmm. he's got to go sideways. He can't. Now they said one of the knocks on him is like he runs side to side. He doesn't find the hole and go through. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not seeing that. No, that, I'm, I'm not seeing the guy that. who he. First of all. Just there from, are no holes. That's there, the problem. There are no holes, yeah. And from just from, I'm watching a guy, I think, who is maybe one of, if not the most explosive players in the league when he has the ball. Like, he's one of those guys who, he, what I think the mark of a great player is, is somebody who can't be, like, really taken out of a game. Right. And that, te- uh, that, that game against the Jaguars where he really was kind of getting stifled the whole game then boom he breaks that one big 70 yard run right you know he he you you can grind him down one yard one yard cuz he's not getting then he gets one block and he makes one guy miss and he's off to the races well with them not being able to run as well too the defense i was i think with the GM Gettleman was hoping and Schumer was hoping they got to bring an extra man in the box so, okay, you want to stop the run, we're going to play action, and then we're going to hit Beckham. We're going to be one-on-one on the corners. And it hasn't happened because they can't establish the running game. They can't go and get a 12- or 14-play, 70-yard drive that ends in a touchdown. What they're getting is a couple of yards, then a quick pass, then a check down, then we get 50, 60 yards, and then we're kicking a field goal. If they can't put it in the end zone and get up 7 or 14 points like a lot of the teams in the league are doing, that the explosive teams are doing. If you're just trading touchdowns for field goals, it's been going on since. That's why they got rid of Coughlin. That's why they brought in uh, McAdoo. McAdoo now they're bringing in Shermer. And sometimes, and I, I don't like I said, I don't want to knock people, but sometimes it looks like Shermer, if he could maybe like be a little Belichickian in the sense of going over to the offensive line and saying, 
this is unacceptable. Can we just like do your job but get into your face every once in a while? Rather than he stands there very stoic, and I'm like, right. But I mean, that's lips. At the end of the day, we need talent. Like, oh no, do they not have the players to do? I know it? you, you know need what I'm talent. Saying? I know you want to see more, but like if we don't have, well, the that talent. was a knock on Eli, right? They, right? Eli doesn't do this. This, and I and I get that, and you you want to see. It. I wouldn't, and I know, like you know, you can't change your personality, but when you're seeing this go week after week, you had OTAs, you had. Preseason games, you've got your training camp, you've got everything going, and you still look the same. Now they've got a run of teams. They play, you know, they play the Carolina Panthers. They've got the Eagles, the Falcons, and the Redskins. I mean, we could be looking at the Giants. They're one in three now. I could, yeah. That, it could get real I mean, bad. you look on the on the road. They're playing the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Then you're at home against the Eagles. You've got the Falcons, which have been a little bit of a disappointment. They're one and three also, but they can score points. They can score points. Like that's a game you could easily lose. Like the Falcons right. may not be great, but if they could score thirty points, that's almost the game, which right. they can do. Easily. Once you know somebody's putting up twenty four points on the Giants, it's almost over. It's almost over. And if they're moving the ball, and look at Adrian Peterson and what he's doing, his resurrection in Washington. If they can run the ball and it gets you know and get up 10 or 14 points on the Giants it's like well what do we do did they so abandon the, the run is, I mean like like that's the like if if your offense can't score more than right. 20 points I know the offense isn't offensive line isn't great but is is it is it is he is it is it, it past like, his prime I, and the other thing is did they make the mistake did they in the draft not get the quarterback because let's say the Giants are 2 and 8 yeah what are we going to do at two and eight with this this giant you're team? Really rag, drag you. You already ended his streak. So what are you going to do? Keep keep bringing keep, him out. But there. then what do you bring in? Laletta, fourth round pick. Right. Is he going to be the answer? Or this is when if you had that backup, that that you know Sam Darnold or Rosen or or Allen, whoever Jackson. you wanted to be, Lamar Jackson, somebody to say. I don't know if Jackson would have been the fit for this team, but I like Lamar Jackson. I think they would have had to change. But any of those quarterbacks, because now you've got to think, well, what do we have like that's coming out of college? Or there's this kid from Oregon, this Justin Herbert. Everybody's saying he's unbelievable. And I saw him against Stanford. The kid was throwing, dropping dimes on it. Great, but he may decide to stay another year at Oregon and not come out. Then what do the Giants do? Try to get a quarterback, what? They're going to bring in a journeyman? They already have that in some people's field with Eli right now. Mm-hmm. Is this is the best we've got? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so they're really almost in the same position that they were last year. We're going to be getting a high pick, and what do we do? We're, we're not going to go draft an offensive lineman. We would definitely need a quarterback. Yeah, that'll be the thing to look for. It's it's weird that in the beginning of October you're already thinking about the draft with this team because well, if they I lose think, two or three games, they're I done. Think this, anyway. I think. Your and point. I had to go into the playoffs, by the way. Uh, yeah. My, yeah, so that we might have to change some I think of those. We might have to go back and redo. That was like a what do they say, a redo or yeah, yeah, that was that was might have yeah. been a little bit. I was a little bit more confident I think you in were drinking the cool. You know, I just think that there was too many question marks for this team. I think you yeah, you were right. You pegged thinking. it. Well, I didn't. Here's the I thing: think we are only four games into the season, right? And I know you panic, but you know what? Four games in. Yeah, you are what you're. Like Bill Parcells used to say, you know what? You can't say you should be three and one because if this break went that way, you're one and three. You're one and three. Yeah, and they have like some tough games. Um, you and know, they've had just some bad. That, that Sunday night performance against Dallas, there was nothing. It looked basically like the Dallas game on Sunday night football from right. the year before. You know, it just it looked. It's true because I was talking to my brother-in-law David, yeah. and he said well, he, for, they score first. 
Yeah. That he felt the game was over right there. It was yeah. like, that's it. 60 yard, it's done. And we've Jay got to score a touch. The, the lot to, the, the the I mean, more. this is what, once you see teams, and even the Saints game a couple of weeks ago, or last week, yeah. rather. Field goal, Giants field goal. We're holding up the field goals. We're getting field goals. We're not. We're not beating that. And then the Saints just. The only reason that game was close is because the the Saints kind of held for some field goals. They, they held for field goals. They and there was a couple of turnovers early mm-hmm. that the Giants got. And that's the other thing. They don't cash in turnovers. No. They don't like get the shortened field or whatever. This bend don't break defense doesn't help this giant offense because. Right. Even if they do give a field goal up, or if they stop them, they still have to drive 65, 70 yards, and it's. Dink and dunk, dink and dunk. Hopefully Beckham will get open. Or the short underneath stuff and then say, can you run 40 more yards to make it look like it was a 50-yard pass rather than an 8-yard in and then you took it the other 40 yards or whatever? That's what's hurting them. I Look, I like Eli. I never liked him as much as you did. I always like, right. the, do something, get angry, get like your brother. Mm-hmm. It just It's frustrating watching them because when you're – you want to see a little bit of okay, we lost, but geez, at least we put up, we gave up thirty-one points. Let's blame the defense one week. Yeah, it's always every week. It's like, well, how much the defense has to basically pitch a shutout or give up ten or fourteen points because we're not scoring. Mm-hmm. And in this, the way they're making it now for the offense, you can't touch the quarterback anymore. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's again that that's what and that's what it again because like if you just watch Eli, like he doesn't look. Terrible. If you're just watching him, right. However, some of the people I trust more to actually analyze the position, uh, someone who I trust quite a bit, Chris Sims, who yes. played the position in the NFL. You know, he's saying that Eli's leaving quite a bit. Of, like he's checking it down. Wait, I know mm-hmm. you made that point a little bit earlier, but he's checking it down way early. When if he holds on to it another split second and goes, he has Beckham open. He right. has Shepard. He has Ingram. Whatever. And I get it sometimes because look at look at Brady. He feels the pressure sometimes. He goes down. Of like course, you know what I mean. Right. And that's. You want to save your body, but he's 42 years old. Mm-hmm. I get that. Eli's 39. Mm-hmm. Or, right, 39? Uh, I think 37. 37, but, forgive me. Either he's way, playing like he's 39. Yeah. We'll go with that. But, okay, you want to save your body from getting hit a little bit, but I just think the toll it takes or the pressure to be, I've got to be, you know, perfect every time, you know, with my passes or whatever, and he seems to be either rushing or whatever. He he looks more like Archie Manning, his father did with the Saints when they had no offensive line. Mm. He would be running around and trying to throw, but Eli, it's not like they could even change the offense for Eli because they can't roll him out. He's not quick afoot. Right. When the pressure does get to him, and how many times have we seen it when the pressure does come that there's that that fumble that that happens with him? Yeah. You know, I shouldn't say every time, but it can, you know, it's knocked out of the strip right. sack and yeah, or he's getting knocked around. It's just been. Tough to watch for them, you know. Yeah, it I mean, really has been because there were expectations. Yeah, I, you know, well, you know what was weird was last year there there were some there were some there were some uh, good ex uh, good expectations going into the season. Uh-huh. Um, you know, coming off a playoff eleven and five year, and then last year just went so south. Bad. And then it was like, so was the year before an aberration? Did they just have a great year defensively? And then you know, a couple of injuries on defense. The off, you know, the offensive line was really became such a problem last year. And then this year, I feel like we're watching a very. You know, they thought, oh, maybe we could sure. Or up how line. much of a difference is Shermer than McAdoo? Are they hearing the same thing? Is right, it like yeah. okay, this? You know, you're an offensive guru when you know for on another team when when you had Aaron Rodgers, sure. You know, a couple. Yeah. You know, a lot of people could be offensive guru. You know what I mean? Because all you'd say to Aaron is, 
what do you, what, go and do what you got to do, and I'll just take credit for it later on after the game or whatever. Last year, Minnesota played. It was unbelievable, right? They they caught lightning in a bottle. They were they mm-hmm. had everything worked for them. But that doesn't mean that you got to forget that Shermer was also the coach of the Browns. He was the head coach of the Browns, and they were they went three games in four years Something with him like or whatever, that. some crazy Something. thing. Something I, I not good. Better, yeah. So it doesn't mean because you've got players in the system, you're not bringing those players with you. You have to work with what you and have. And even so, I mean, it wasn't like the Vikings were like a top five offense. No. So he got credit for, uh, you know, we can debate. That miracle catch against New Orleans sure. and getting him, you know what I mean, one game away. But how did they do against the Eagles on that, that game before, you know? Out. Exactly. And, I mean, I think Shermer got quite a bit of credit, deservedly so or not, for... Keenum playing well, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, getting a lot out of a backup, but it wasn't like the the Vikings were. I think they were like the 14th or 15th ranked offense last right. year. So it wasn't like they they brought in like the you know you know who an offensive guru in my opinion is this guy in in uh, Los Angeles, oh, Sean McVay. He's a guru. This was, this guy is a guru. What he's done, you look at what Goff was that's before he was there. It's like you look at my notes. Boom, it's wow. perfect. I mean, look. I don't mean to put a... I, like, here's the thing about... We can end it with the Giants here. Right. Here's my... They need a Here's my word. I think that, they might, I think that they might, regardless. That's it. And he's not going to get any better, Eli. We've seen... Have we seen... The thing is, have we seen the best of Eli? Well, right. And I think we have. Now, can he manage a game? Would he be a backup? What I think is if it... What he, I think, I the think he's done is, with the Giants. If the, other, if the other circumstances were perfect, if the offensive line were better, would he be any better? And... I hope so because I don't want to say he's done, but I think at this point it's very, it's very hard to say other than he's looked more like Blake Bortles. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm not putting and Bortles, Bortles as athletic ability and can move out that he can know? move around a little bit. But I'm saying like I'd still take Eli over Bortles. I would still take him, but you know what? There's still like when you see Bortles, there's still passes that he doesn't throw guys open all the time. Like I mean, oh, they no. can have they can have Eli's had more obviously better games than Blake oh, Bortles God, has, of course. But if you're going to say, like, first there was always that thing with Eli, and we'll, we can end it and move on, but is he elite? Is he an all-time great Hall of Famer? Whatever. I still think he's going to make the Hall of Fame. Oh, I do, too. He's yeah. won two Super Bowls, yeah. whatever. But that doesn't help me, because him getting in the Hall of Fame means nothing to me. You know what I mean? It's you great win now. to honor him, but you know what? That's, you know, you're going to be done. I'm still waiting five years for you to get in, and we'll honor you then. <laughs> but i got to wait five years. I can't wait another five years for another quarterback to come in or to be good or to hope you're going to get better or What's it going to take? I mean, there's a lot of teams that have bad offensive lines, too. Yeah. That can maybe... But he's got the kiss of death. Is he's got a bad offensive line, and he's not mobile. Well, that's the thing. If he were younger, if he were 27... Right. And you and in Shermer's system, moving him around, and he had right. more... Even though Eli was never mobile, but at 27 more so, obviously, now than 37. Right. You know, he can move around a bit. You could play with it. And, you know, I guess... But is that offense like even set up to do that with him? Because right. he can't roll out and then okay, everybody's going to go here, or we're going to do well, this. Well, Shermer gets credit because he to help Keenum was getting him out of the pocket. You know, he moved him around a little bit. The offense, you know, created some confusion. Um, and I just, you know, I think what we'll see over the next couple of weeks is what will determine Eli's future. Right. If they win some of these games. And he's throwing touchdown passes, and they're back. We can eat our words. Right. We can eat our words. But I'm not ready to say he's done. But for the first time, his biggest defender in me right. will be ready to say maybe. But they have to get somebody to them. Because what would be good if Eli, let's say he plays another year or whatever. 
he he would be a good mentor, Eli. I think he would be somebody that's. He's not going to be like they said. Favre was a little bit off-putting to Aaron Rodgers when he got there right. because he thought. I think Eli would embrace it mm-hmm. if he, you know, would bring him in and say, "Hey, look, you know what? We could try this or do this or whatever." Because he's got a lot of knowledge. There's no question. I don't think he's going to be like that. But they've got to do something, and they've got to have a plan to get, obviously, for next year because they can't continue with this. If you're going to keep this coach and keep this offensive line or or try to improve it, but their biggest question with this team is they need a quarterback. They really do because going forward. Going forward. Now, look, they can win nine games this year. They can easily lose nine games this year, and it looks more like they're going to lose like nine. You mean nine games the rest of the season? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. Beckham, the thing that I saw, there was an interview that Beckham did and said, look, we started out like this a couple of years ago, and then we went on our run and made the playoffs. Yeah. But that defense was better, I yeah. think. Yeah. It had Olivier Vernon, who you haven't seen yet. And they, the Giants that year also got a lot of turnovers. Yeah. Which they haven't. Their defense, like, I get this. like and sacks. They had JPP. They had a lot of sacks. Brian, yep. And that's the thing we didn't talk about either. Like, JPP is going for that team. He yep. did play pretty well last year, and then they just moved him. And, and their defensive line hasn't played bad. They've rotated guys in and everything. And it hasn't been a force, though. That, you know, it hasn't been a force. They, they haven't dominated and taken over a game, which they have to do. Because sometimes that's what the Giants have always done. Run the ball well. Offensive and defensive lines were always key for the Giants in all their – even with, with Eli and, and the great things that they did when they won Super Bowls. Offense, defensive line, let's run the ball, let's control the clock, but score touchdowns. Yeah, That's the issue for the Giants. And in this day and age, like we said, with all these rules that they have, you can't touch the quarterback, you don't really want to, you know, the receivers have pretty much fair fair game. Mm-hmm. They can't score. But when you brought up McVay yes. of, of, of the Rams... The transformation of what you saw Goff when he was on Hard Knocks a couple of years ago, right? When he looked like a deer in the headlights, this yeah. kid. He, you know, when they played that, he didn't even know the sun rose in the east and set in the west. That's yeah. how like out of it this kid was. Mm-hmm. And now he looks like he's standing in the pocket. Things seem to be open. He's throwing There's guys so much open. More confidence. There's a ton of confidence in that, and he's got confidence in himself. But in and they have confidence in him. Which is the quarterback, like we said, drives uh, the team. It really does. If you believe in them, you're going to play better all around. If you're going into the attitude of like, oh, man, this guy doesn't have it or there's something missing or he's too old or he's just, you know, he's, he's, he's not what we thought. Goff has got the whole confidence of that whole team. Goff is like like a top five quarterback. He really, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, and it's it, crazy. And it is coaching because we, we've said it with, Brady and, and, and Belichick we've talked about. Is it system? Is it one mm-hmm. or the other? But I think if, if you're simpatico and you have it both working, it makes it so much better. And look at and, and your new man crush, Pat yeah. Mahomes, right? Patrick Mahomes, baby. You've got, you got a shirt wearing right now for those on watching yeah. us on TV. Really, yeah. <laughs> which would be really strange. For simulcast, yeah. Yeah, for our simulcast on Dizidor. The neighbors is looking through the window. Exactly. Dizidor Radio and TV. Yeah. But look what Andy Reid has done with, with this kid, too. I mean, first of all, he took a gamble because everybody seemed to like, oh, I don't I trust the system, the Texas right Tech. System, yep. But it's Texas Tech, so you forgive it because they score 56 points off the bus, they're scoring yeah. a touchdown. Yeah. But you're like, okay, how good is this kid? Is he really that good? But you see the way he just can extend the play. 
too. He's it runs around. He and he throws left hand. He, he's got. He's Farvian in a way. Is that a, is. is that a word I can say? But I think you but know better. I, I mean, I, through, I mean, look, Farv's a Hall of Famer and whatever. Yeah, and I'm, not, I'm not anointing these guys yet, but, right? And he sa- have you heard this guy talk? He sounds like the, the head coach of LSU. Yeah, yeah, he sounds yeah, like he's yeah, got yeah, that yeah. deep. Yeah, he yeah. sounds like he's fifty when yeah. he talks Mahomes, but he's he just has a swagger about him God, that the he's team so has. Great to watch. He really he's is so great. Fun. He's he's like must see. The, like this year for football, I'm not as mad that the Giants are really bad, right? Because football itself has it's been a great year. There's been good games to watch. And why is that? Because the quarterbacks, quarterbacks aren't hurt. Well, here's the thing. They're not hurt yet. The point, the point I, more than anything, what's it, what, what Mahomes has done for the first four games of the year, as great as he's been and as great as I think he can be, this pace is not sustainable. He's no. not going to throw 14. He's going to have a game where he throws two, three picks. I just want him to stay healthy. That's how we'll see. I just see. want him to stay healthy. That's two things. His health. Yeah, and how he's going to do after a bad game, how he's going to recover if how he's, he's going to react. you know eight of they're going to have a bad game. They're going to everybody have, does. He's going to have one. He's going to go thirteen to twenty seven and throw a pick, three picks or two picks, one touchdown, get knocked know. around a little bit. Right. It's going to happen. How he's going to recover? The New England game in a couple of weeks is going to be a big thing on the road. Though he went to Denver and they won. I don't think you know and and. That's a, a big thing. Well, we'll see the test that he'll he'll be. New England give them time because look, well, everybody had weekend, them. T- tomorrow they have the or you know they have the Jaguars. They have the Jaguars, you know? and we'll see. But is that a home game or is that an away? Game? Uh, I I can. You know, I should have. That's, that's my fault. I should have had that beautiful thing about. Google. Well, you know what? That's a great thing about Google. And a shout out to Google because we're up for any sponsors that are out there. <laughs> so Google will definitely be happy to have you as part of the well, program. Wait, our podcast is on Google Play, so. But you know what? It doesn't mean that they can't give us cut us a break. Or, there you, know, you go. So there, uh, the Jaguars are in in Kansas. Oh, okay. So, so that's good. Get a good defense coming in. Um, that's very that that'll be a good that'll be a test. good test. I mean, Denver's defense isn't bad either. And he, and they stifled didn't they didn't stifle him, but they slowed him down for a little while. Then for late little, in the game, he took it over. Well, he's thrown like you said four touchdown passes one game, three another. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen every week, but. It's so exciting to see it. And when you're watching the Giants, you're like, you're watching 1950s football to compare to 2018 football. Wow, this guy's moving around. Not that Eli ever did that. I'm no, not saying but this kid. But I mean, well, you have to give some love because it always is it the coach, is it the quarterback, is it? So you do have to give some love to Andy Reid. I mean, oh. Andy Reid has made an offense around this. He's been building this for a while. Right. He made he kind of treaded water with someone like Alex Smith. He got as much as he could out of a good a good quarterback. He did, he, a you know good what? He did a good job. He did a good job, Alex. But Smith. now he's got his guy. Well, you know what he's got? He's got Favre two because he had Brett Favre. This, that's where Andy Reid came from, right? He came Andy Reid from the well. He was a Mike Holmgren assistant, right? Right, yeah. along with John Mariucci Gruden. and Gruden and all these guys. So he knows how to like pull the. Ra- I think this guy is a little bit more coachable in some ways than Favre was, and because Favre would be like. I'm just. Well, he's. He, I'm tra- well, what's the craziest thing about? But it? his improvisation is the key for, oh. for this guy. But he doesn't throw the pick. He's he's made. He, I think he's 14 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Right. He hasn't made really any bad throws. And this guy, something that has to be pointed out about him, his arm strength. It's is, amazing. The ball jumps out of his hand, and I I picked him. 
I, I, I have Patrick Mahomes on my fantasy team. Well, that's another reason why you're that's, alone. I love right? this guy. But I, I picked it. him up late. Like, it wasn't, I'm not like a genius. But I, I picked him late. I picked right. Russell Wilson as my quarterback. There's another guy. That's another guy who's great. But I picked Russell Wilson as my quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I picked Mahomes later because I thought he had potential maybe later in the season he could be a good backup. I picked him specifically because I saw I got this is uh, I saw him one play in the preseason right. that dime he threw against uh, Atlanta and yeah. I said okay he's got some I don't know what's sustainable or not but this kid is such a natural thrower of the foot like it's beautiful to and his watch. father was a Met his father was a pitcher play, right? he played for other teams but he was yep. also I know you're a big Met fan yep but when you watched him like you know he was playing in the you know in college. Texas Tech, they threw the ball all over. Yes, and the defenses in in the, in, in the Big Twelve were not what you would right. would think were great and defense. Always you see a few quarterbacks out of this system skeptically, right? But this, but you could see the kid though, like 40, 50 yards throwing. Mm-hmm. But there was nobody in sight because the defenses were so bad for some of these teams. But he's just a talent that he sat for. He sat for the year, mm-hmm. and he's learned. He didn't complain and say, oh, I should start, whatever whatever happens, happens. But he just picks it up. But you can't teach some of the things. Like, that's ability that yeah, he, you cannot teach. You can't say, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to roll out right, but wait a minute, it's covered. I'm going to roll out left, and yeah. then I'm going to go back around right. Or you can't teach you that. Know, I got plus Von, throw it. I got Von Miller on my tail. I, I can't. I don't have the time to pull the ball with my right hand. I'm going to flip over and shot put it with my left hand right. and make a big first down in the fourth quarter, but not force it. Not not go across the middle. And even a couple of his throws, you'd say like, "Geez, how did he do?" It? But his arm strength can get him He's away that. with that. Some of the quarterbacks, Jay Cutler had a strong arm. Cutler, Jay did. Cutler would always, and Jay Cutler. Made a lot of mistakes because he had such an arm he thought he could right. make it through. Right. Mahomes actually has somehow a stronger arm and a discernibly stronger arm than someone like even Jay Cutler. Right. And Jay Cutler had... Uh, He's got like an Elway arm. This he has. He a, really does. Uh, he can throw it. It's tight spiral. It's it's amazing to watch this well, guy play. He really yeah, is great. You could do a better job with context than me. How many other quarterbacks have you watched with an, just a natural arm strength like Mahomes? You know, like throwing on the run like that, like, like Favre that. had it, had Favre, yeah. but you know, Elway had it, Favre Elway. had it, Bradshaw had it. You know, they could throw the ball and could flick it. But that deep. far, that strong, that fast. He, he's this kid's good. I, I'm not. I'm not. You know, what I mean, I, I'm not taking. But so yeah, away. he's in there with Elway and. But he's Favre. got the arm straight, and he's also got the creativity. Yeah. To do to do both, and if he keeps it where, he's not throwing the picks. Putting the head down, getting upset about things that could happen. You know, Roethlisberger, you saw, was similar in, in a in way. In the improvisational In the improvisational yeah. things. Because Mahomes, I think, his arm is way stronger than Roethlisberger. Right. But, like, putting them together, like, he would somehow work his way, you know, mm-hmm. or get guys open. And plus, Roethlisberger is a lot bigger yeah. than Mahomes. So he could take that hit of that guy hanging on his leg or whatever and still throw it. But Mahomes is, and Goff is the same way right now. So I think these. This is probably the story of the first quarter of the season. Are, are the Chiefs in the AFC and the Rams in the NFC? It, are, do you think that that's 
you know, barring injury, this is a Super Bowl because they're going to wind up playing in, 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 later on in the season. They are going to play. Later it, on I the mean, season. obviously, it's football. Things change quick. If Goff gets hurt or, or, or Mahomes gets hurt, that's obviously you know what you would out. hope it because it would be wide open and oh, you could just see it. It would just be a great. A, that would be great for football. Well, that's great for need. football. The ratings are up this year because yeah. the of the product of the games. The product better. <clears throat> You're absolutely right. If you have the if you have the talent on the field, you're going to tune into games. If like that last Vikings, year, Rams Thursday night football game, right? Last year with uh, you know Kansas City, I was like, okay, am I going to am I going to put on a Kansas City game? Ah, do I care? Now Kansas City is now they're must watch. Football. You must want them watch this this offense with Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt. Tyreek Hill is, Kelsey, is, is unbelievable. You know, and Kelsey and is Thomas, unbelievable. Sammy tight Watkins, you know some of these other guys, but it goes to. And like you said, with McVeigh and coaching and with Andy Reid, McVeigh is a young guy that came in and took off and said, all right, this is what you did, but this is what we're going to do. Confidence, build it. Throw. He could throw Goff. He he was good. Yeah, he had a, he's always had a strong arm. But, but he's was, another guy played in a wide open system. Right. So what it's, I think, what I, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, what I, what, something I want to talk about is we're seeing more college principles being you like Mahomes is running five wides, you know, spread it out, you know, it's not the under. I remember quarterbacks when they come out, they did it. They come. It used to be a knock that they came from a college system. They come from a wide open system. Now I think some of the best coaches, McVay, Andy Reid, to their credit, they've adapted the pro style concepts. With hey, this guy is a real talent. He may have come from a college mm-hmm. system, but let me build or develop my system around their skill set, and that's why mm-hmm. Goff and Mahomes are thriving so much. Well, I totally agree with that because you look at the scores of some college games. Games. Yeah, they're exciting. Yeah, you're seeing Texas Tech put up fifty something yeah. points. You see Alabama, which could score on anybody. Well, now that Alabama has a quarterback, you can see see that's wide open, and that's what the NFL wants. The NFL wants points. Yeah, like when you watch a basketball game. Yes, you don't want to see it fifty two fifty. No, you no. want to see it. Like, you want to see it like Not an all star game. Appreciate good defense, but you know, right? But during the regular season, people watch the. They want to see Golden State. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that's what football people want to see points scored. You want to go, you you want to see great defense at a big sack at a big time, and I get all that. But offense, like when baseball before we knew that guys were doing steroids or whatever, chicks dig the long ball. They want to see the home run. They don't want to see a two to one game. Right. They want to see it. You know, a couple of home runs. They want to see Aaron Judge. They want to see. That's what is projected now. Everybody wants to see action. And college football has it, and there's the, then the pros are seeing it and saying, "Why not?" I I think what, what's different is too the coaches are more open to it. Where when kids come in, you know, to to some some teams, coach would say, "Well, you're going to play it our way." Yeah. Where Andy Reid and McVay say, "Oh wait, this is what you're good at." Then we'll do, do that. that. Yeah. You're good at moving around. No, you got to stay in the pocket. Right. You've got yeah. You can extend the play. Let's do something like that rather than this is what we do. We run it twice. We throw it on third down. Okay, and this way. Andy Reid says, "Hey, wait a minute, Brett Favre. I see a lot. You know, Mahomes. Do you think Let's that's open Mahomes it up? Is best comparison is someone like a Brett Favre. I you know I don't think I've ever seen anything like him. 
Mahomes. So I, I can't come up with comparisons. Obviously, I watched Favre. Do you think you, when you watch Mahomes, you yeah, you know Favre? what? I, I, I have to be honest. I've only seen Mahomes a couple of times. Because, well, I mean, he's only played four games, right? But I've seen him in college. Like I'll say, and in college, he just seemed to just get it because he was shotgun and chuck it. Yeah. You know, there was no running, and he didn't have to really move a ton because mm-hmm. by the time they got on, the ball was gone. He's got a quick release. He's well, an exciting. He's a tremendous. He's like, and I don't want you know because you. You have to compare names and whatever. Like he's Aaron Rodgers, like in a way. Yeah, he is. You know what I mean? Very because much. he can roll and throw it on a dime. Oof. And I'm not saying that he's gonna be that way. Because Aaron Rodgers, I would still take Rodgers over Mahomes. And oh, you know today, I mean? like yeah, you know today. But but I see him. There's things in him that you want to watch, and that's what the NFL needs. And that's if you like football, you want to see. You don't want to see. Okay, well, this guy can. You know, he's a, he's a game manager, which sometimes is nonsense. These some of these quarterbacks wouldn't be game managers if you let them right. play. I, I even think that game uh, with Jacksonville in, in, in New England, they didn't want to. You know, they wouldn't let Bortles win the game so for them. That's an interesting question. They took things away from him because Bortles, they were scared of losing. Bortles, I've I've knocked as a lot of people have right. as not being very good. Right. I don't, but here's the thing about Bortles. He's a great athlete. Right. People, he, I, I think as far as yards per rush, he's one of like the highest yep. uh, to, of the quarterbacks ever to play. So my question is, if Bortles had a coach like a McVay, if Bortles had a Reed who says, well, maybe you don't do this very well, but if you can take some of the concepts of the offense I have, I can meld your skills. Would right. Bortles be He got labeled sir? Bortles like you're Trent Dilfer. Right. Matt, don't lose this game for us. Right. Rather than saying to him, yeah, you can win this game for us. I have confidence in you. I don't think like he's had that, that that's given him that total confidence that I have to put this game on my shoulders. They've relied on defense like they did with the Ravens when they had him. Uh, when they had Dilfer. When they had Dilfer. Say, just go and do what you have to do. Don't lose the game. Yeah, do I think he would be a top echelon quarterback? No, but I think he would but have he, more right. confidence. So, like, he's getting paid good money. Right, of course. You know, he's still he's still a quarterback in the NFL, and there's only 30, what, two jobs or 30 jobs, that, that you know, like that. Mm-hmm. So, let's, you know, I can't kill him totally, but he's never going to be considered because... Of the coach, he's got a, a well, Doug Marone is who's very more conservative yeah. in his in his views. I it's like bologna sandwiches, and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and Tom Coughlin is very conservative. Also, we know that from the Giants. Yes. You know what I mean? We got to run the and ball. We don't mean that politically. We just mean no, no. We don't want to go political. We're not going we that. know Tom is yeah. yeah. Tom is definitely uh, is voting conservative. I, I would assume on we're, that for sure. Yeah, but I, I I think that's that plays a big part in it. You've got to come in and look at it and say not what. He can't do, but what he can do, and how do I make them better? So, Matt, let's say Bortles, who can run around very well, if he had a more creative, and I'm not trying to knock Marone. No. I just think that, hey, they were, Marone, look, they were, they were a, a shot away from, shot the, away from the, the title game from the, title from, the, game, from, exactly. from the Super Bowl last year. So he right. obviously is a good coach. But as far as like from a, an imaginative perspective, if he had someone like a McVay or someone like a Reed or a Sean Payton, or so, or or uh, somebody, um, somebody like that. Would Bortles? I'm not saying he'd be a top, but maybe he would. You no, know, I'd be fun to find out, though. It would. You know what I mean? Because if you see other, like, because it is a copycat, like they always say, it's a copycat league. Right. Teams. Now you have to have somebody that's talented enough to do it. But you've got a guy that's your quarterback, Bortles. Maybe you try different things. Look, they're what they did last year to try to continue. Our defense is great. Yeah. We're going to get turnovers. We're going to try to shorten the field. Field goals are good for us. 
Our defense can win 19-13. We don't care. But that's not going to right. That type of thinking is not going to get you past the Chiefs in the AFC. Um, well, we're going to find out this week when the, the Chiefs play Jacksonville. If it'll be a good test run. If they go in and they say, "We found a way to shut him down. We got to him," and he wins this game, Bortles, they'll say, "Well, you know what? We'll take twenty to seventeen over." You know what, what's happening with uh, Mahomes at this point. Because we were able to shut them down and do what we have to do to win this game. Will it work? We'll see. Right now, nobody's been able to do it. So we will find out, though. That's going to be the interesting thing. It's going to be a very interesting game. <coughs> How good this kid is. But, you know, like you said, it's only four games into the season. You don't want him anoint him, but he is something that the NFL needs. It's a quarterback-driven league. Mm-hmm. When Aaron Rodgers got hurt last year, Roth's oh. team, when guys got hurt, it, it, it just... You don't care about the Green Bay Packers. You care about Aaron Rodgers and the Green right. Bay Packers. You know what I mean? You, as much as I dislike the Cowboys, yeah. You know, Dak Prescott was exciting. Yes, could extend plays. And the question is too, like we talk about Eli, if the Cowboys have another bad year, is Prescott going to be there? Is he a franchise guy? You're right. going to sign I this guy. I think we're, you know, it's with Eli. What do you do with him? He's made a ton of money. Prescott's going to look for that big contract. Another question, too, and I think, is is Russell Wilson going to finish his career in Seattle or will he go somewhere else? Because Seattle is is not the team that Seattle you know, was. When he started, that was a defensive unit that exactly. he was a supporting piece. Now, he is the piece. He is the thing. And he is he's great. Russell Wilson is unbelievable. That's another guy that Mahomes kind of reminds me of. Russell Wilson? Because he's, as far as his... Playmaking ability. He's like they're the coming creativity. Yeah, yeah, they're coming at me because that offensive line is not good. It's yeah. Let's be honest, right. it's not. And if he, they had a court, let's say they had Eli there, forget oh. about it. Eli be done because <laughs> their offensive line is line worse than the Giants. It, it's well, we don't know because at least he can escape a little that's, bit. You know, well, that's a great point. Russell, <laughs> I love Eli Manning. Yeah. He can't do anything, Russell Wilson. I mean, no. Like, I, <laughs> He could put on his helmet like he can, but that's <laughs> yeah. about it. That's He's it. not going to go out there and, you know. You can't name two quarterbacks more different than Eli Manning no. and Russell Wilson. But all of a sudden you see, you're, you're watching Seattle and the highlights or whatever. If, you, if they're on, you know, you can catch a game and you're like, what? There's two guys on Russell Wilson and he's running through them, around them, and he either runs... But he's smart enough to run out of bounds, which right. some quarterbacks well, I don't understand. That's what that they I don't. What do I respect either. so much. That's what something I'm so in awe of Russell Wilson. He's a mobile quarterback who runs around a lot, but he's also like he's obviously a little smaller than Cam. Right. But like Cam Newton goes into it, you know. Oh, Cam Newton's a Cam he, Newton's a beast too. Don't get me wrong. He's totally like Cam Newton is like something you haven't like. See, I mean. Cam Newton is like the monster. He doesn't get, Gen. and the thing is, Cam Newton gets knocked around. I know. And there's, and I, and, and he the, doesn't get it. Even get, in this day and age Cam of like, you can't sneeze on the yeah. quarterback. He gets leveled, and they don't. Uh, he's six seven. He can handle or six right. five, whatever. He he can handle that. So he doesn't get the calls of the quarterback. I don't think he does. Absolutely not. I, I haven't seen him, and I don't think it's it's not right. But I just watched some of his games. And I'm like, how does this guy like? He's getting slammed. To the ground. Like, oh, it's like calling it. 31 quarterbacks are getting one set of rules. And it's like, oh, you went helmet to helmet on Cam Newton as he was sliding. Well, there was a play in the New England um, Colts game, the, the Indianapolis Colts game on Thursday night, where two guys 
laid into Andrew Luck and drove him into the ground, right? No penalty. Somebody comes across Brady and hits him in the helmet, like on the side of the helmet, and they call 15 yards on it. I'm like, wait a minute now. He got, it looked like to me, the force of the player pushed down onto Luck. They didn't call the penalty. Now, they call penalties like for plays like that on Clay Matthews all the time. Right. And we're protecting the quarterback. Yeah. Not saying that Luck should get it back. But he got slammed, I thought. And then Brady gets hit on the side of the helmet. I call him 15 yards on Brady. Now, you know, it's got to be the NFL also has to make it where we've got a level playing field, well, the, too, regardless the, the of Matthews the quarterback. one is the most egregious there, one. It's crazy. Where that was a, and that was a play that I think it was a third down. I know it was a couple of weeks ago. Right. I think it was a third down. The, the, the Packers could have got off the field, could have had another shot to go maybe maybe go, go tie up the game. Right. The thing is, I'll never say the NFL is getting soft because I would never tell a player, no, hey, no, no, believe no, no, you no. guys are soft. No. You know, you guys. But <laughs> I would, I'm not going to tell, uh, you know, yeah. Indominus Sue the yeah, league really. is getting soft. Yeah, or Aaron Donaldson. Yeah, Aaron Donaldson. <laughs> yeah. You guys are soft. What's going on with this NFL thing? I don't, I don't get or, it. You know, or uh, Nate Silver or. Right, yeah. I'm not going to tell, you know, I'm not going to walk up. Maybe the punter I'll walk up yeah, to sure. and say, you know, you guys are soft. But yeah. other than that, I'm not walking up to a pro. But the rule changes. The big rule was this year, the head down, right? That was the big thing. You can't put your head into a player. That's not getting called at all. Now it's everything is driving the play. It's kind of like these are form tackles that you teach. Eyes up, head up, wrap up, right? Yeah. Knock the guy down. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, your body weight. Well, how do you tell a guy that's 350 or, or 320 that he's landing on a quarterback that I've got to turn my body a certain way or this play is not going to, you know, I'm going to get a 15-yarder on it. Yeah. The NFL has to, like, just, and they're saying all these penalties are right. Or they're, obviously, they're going to say that. They're not going to say we made a mistake and we have to change the rule now in midstream. But I, I just don't get that, that whole thing about it. I, look, you want to protect the quarterback. We've, we've said the quarterback, it's a quarterback-driven league. But it, there has giving to be a 15-yard penalty as a play anyway, it doesn't matter. If the guy's knocked out, what's 15 yards going to do if you lose, you know? There has uh, to be some kind of balance. You there know, definitely has to be some kind of balance. Where I get you want to protect the quarterback, but the Clay Matthews one is obviously to me the most egregious one. It was just a hard hit, but it's That's not going it to stop somebody else from doing a different tackle at another game because Clay Matthews got a penalty. I mean, you're asking these guys so big, so strong, so fast to stop mm-hmm. and like oh, or just try to knock the ball out of his hand and don't sack him or whatever, but. You're setting up like maybe the defensive player to get hurt by turning and twisting. So, oh, I can't land on him. So I'll turn my body and land on you know. So I'm, he's landing on top of me. It doesn't make any sense. You want to protect the quarterback, but if the hit's a hit, it, just giving this guy a 15 yard penalty doesn't mean that that Brady's going to be back in three weeks. You know, it's going to make a difference. Right. It, it's already happened. You can't penalize him before the play. You're penalizing after. So it's not going to make it. A safer league in this sense because you still got big guys hitting each other. And yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, the rule. I mean, I'm not saying it's getting soft. It's not. Right. The football. It's like hockey no, it's, because it's, the it's, football players are so tough, and they, you know they're doing what they can. I I, I, I agree that that's a good take. I, I hate those. Oh, it was so much tougher in my. I hate. Yeah. That. It was, no, look, I hate you know, it was different rules. Yeah, you could yeah. clothesline guys in the 50s and right. 60s. They didn't care. The players aren't any less tough. And the players are a lot bigger now and faster <laughs> yeah. and stronger yeah. now than they were. You know what I mean? Yeah. There weren't some guys like Guzzling Beer like in the 50s and 60s. And I no knock on those guys either. No, no, but no, no. these guys are in tip-top shape. And they're also 50 pounds more than you and 
four or five inches taller than you, yeah. and they're coming at you, with, and they're also they can run. When you got guys that are like you know six four, six five, two seventy, two eighty, three hundred pounds, whatever, running a four five, four six. Yeah, I know. Where back yeah. in the day, yeah. come on, they didn't even Good time you with a clock. It was like as long as they, you know the, we'll yeah, time you by a yeah, calendar yeah. rather than yep. a clock. Come on, it's totally different. It's totally, these guys are and animals. people are like, oh, it's not the NFL I remember. Yeah, you know why? Because it's faster. Yeah. It's bigger. They're bigger. They're faster. Look at these guys. And they're wearing helmets. Yeah. And they're, you know what I mean? And these helmets are, it's, it's amazing to me that people say that. I, yeah. It drives me crazy. Oh, it was better in the 60s. and the No, it wasn't. Some of those players in the like Jim Brown could have played any any era. It wouldn't right, matter. he would have adapted. He, he would have adapted. He's big guy. Well, he was back the si- he was so big as a running back then that he was like right. the size of what linemen were. Right, at, the athlete that he was. Right, but yeah, you know, people are always getting bigger, faster, stronger. Technology getting better, science is getting better. We're so athletes are learning to train right. better, so they're getting bigger. Right, you know? there, it's a twelve month a year where a lot of the guys in this, you know. 50s, 60s, when football started, had to work, you know, jobs after the season was over. Now it's a 12-month, my body, it's like LeBron. My body is my my profession here. You know what I mean? If I work it all year round, I, I have, I'm have i getting paid. I'm going to take care of my body. I don't have to do work in a, you know, construction job or do, a, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's a... Uh... Johnny U is... Even Johnny Unitas had a, had a second right. job. Right. All those guys had second jobs in the beginning. Now... This is what I do for a living. Yep. I take care of my body. I get paid well, and it's my fault if I don't take care of it and, and 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 you know take advantage of everything that's there. Even you know before they were drinking you know water and coffee on the sidelines and smoking cigarettes at halftime, and now they're <laughs> you know they're getting IVs now with God knows what, and they're getting uh, you know Gatorades or power. I would like to bring that back. I would like to see Mahomes ripping a cigarette. That on would the be funny as hell when you He's, see those guys interviewed and they're smoking cigarettes at their lockers and yeah. They used to use, like, when their hands were... T- they were just, like, taking... Um, I would like to see more of, like, Broadway Joe, you know, with a mink uh, in the in a oh pool. Oh, my God. I, I would like... That would be fun. That would be fun for football. But, but when you talk about... But look, what we're talking about Broadway Joe was the guy, right? Was the quarterback. He... When he won... When they won that Super Bowl, and just to show you, like, how, how a quarterback's driven... He's lived on. I guarantee we're going to win this and that upset for the last. He's built a lifetime. He's built a lifetime on that. Sixty nine. It's forty nine years later uh, ago, and he's still like doing commercial now for Medicaid, Medicare. I guarantee you'll like it. This is Joe Namath (laughs) saying that one game. I guarantee we're going to win. this He had more picks than touchdowns. Oh God, absolutely. He's lived out of mythology. We we can do that. I, I do. We're running a little bit on time here. Okay. I do want to get your opinion. Yes. On the Patriots. Because it's always, are they done? And then, of course, Isn't it amazing? they're not. So, what? how do you... Okay, obviously it's... Okay, the easy take is they're not going to be here maybe five, ten years from now. Right. But, look, I still think they're a Super Bowl contender. Absolutely. Do you agree? Absolutely, or, I agree. You know, Because here's what Bill Belichick does. He says, okay, we're going to have OTAs. We're going to have camp. And then we're going to play four games and see what I like and what I don't right. like with you guys. Right. And then we're going to change everything. I'm going to bring in Josh Gordon. Yes. Okay. I'm going to bring this guy in that's maybe the next Randy Moss for Brady. Okay. And speaking of Brady, 500 touchdown passes to 71 different wide receivers. Yeah. Or different receivers. Yeah. Okay. System, miss them. The guy can play football regardless or whatever. And you just get him uh, if the guy stays. Okay. Josh Gordon is so damn good. He led the league in receiving one right. year, playing 14 games 
with Brandon Whedon as quarterback. quarterback. So, and look at the other thing they did. So, <laughs> they dread like. Like Saquon Barkley went to the Giants. They draft Sony Sonny Michelle uh-huh. from Georgia running back, and the guy's like blown. He's unbelievable. Uh-huh. But everything. Oh, first couple. Of, oh, that offensive line. Brady looks old. They're t- they're done. They're fin. And then then they win. They go on a roll. And then Miami. Oh, this is the year we're gonna. New England says really. You're going to come up here and you think you're really going to be as Miami? I almost feel bad for Miami. Miami is Miami. It, I feel like everybody knew this was going to happen. Miami was 3-0. The right. Patriots were 1-2 coming off right. a bad loss. You know what this reminds me of? We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah. And they got their ass kicked by the Chiefs, by the Chiefs. on Monday Night Football. Absolutely. And they were 2-2. Two and two, And there was a certain ESPN personality at the oh. time who was... I won't, we won't we name won't names. We, we, don't we mentioned people. him earlier. We did. We, we did mention him. Really. So he was paying brought attention up, out there. And yeah. if you're paying attention, he was mentioned mm-hmm. in a different context. He was mentioned. But a former Absolutely. ESPN personality. Yeah. Oh, he's done. He was, the Patriots are done. Yeah. And all the Patriots have done since then is go to three Super Bowls, Super Bowls and win two of them. And win two. That's the, that's the issue with the quarterback and the coach. I, there's, oh, there's talk that they don't get along. Which whatever. I think could be true. I think it, it might not. be. But you know what? On Sundays or Monday or Thursday night, Brady doesn't care if I like Belichick or not. And, and Belichick doesn't Belichick care if he likes if he Brady like or not. Him. They want to win. That's why he's still playing Tom Brady. He doesn't need money. No. It's not like he's try- He's having a tough time getting girls. You know what I mean? So I'm playing football so I can get a date. Yeah. He's playing football because he loves it. So, okay, i got to put up with this. Guy who thought Garoppolo and, may have been better than me or whatever. or And by the way, I'm just going to get now the best receiver I've maybe ever right. had. <laughs> right. And I had Randy Moss. Now I'm getting Josh Gordon. And I can throw the ball deep. I'm getting back Edelman now. The running game right. is better. The first four games didn't even have Edelman. Edelman. So that's what everybody's saying. Oh, you can't. The Patriots. Until Brady and Until Belichick it's say it's done. It's not then done. You, really. They're Jason. They're you know from the Friday the Thirteenth movies. They're going to come at you until you take it away from them. They may get to the Super Bowl and lose it. I haven't seen. Okay, I haven't seen. Now, okay. Obviously, it's going to happen at some point, but I haven't seen any signs that Brady has declined. I haven't seen any. It's amazing, and it's crazy. It's those avocados. It's whatever the. it is. It's I mean, Giselle bunching in avocados and going to Brazil and just living the life. Doctor, who's you know, and his doctor friend. But you know what? They get tested. Yeah, Brady doesn't look. I mean, Brady looks a little bigger. For obviously, when he came out of high, you know, college, okay, he was. Th- but it's not like he looks like Barry Bonds. And no knock on Barry Bonds, but let's say Barry well, Bonds Barry got Bonds. a little bit bigger, right, during the course of his baseball. You know, yeah, career in baseball life, yeah, he, yeah. So he kind of like grew into it, like he morphed into another, like Barry Bonds, like Barry Bonds ate Barry Bonds to get that big, right? Brady looks like, hey, I'm in shape, I still move around, and if I feel the pressure and I want to drop and not get hit, what are you going to say about me? I've been to Super Bowls. I've won Super Bowls. I, it doesn't matter. I like this Tom Brady, who's a little more rogue, who's a little more not afraid to, yeah, you know. Yeah, the, just to be like he, because he, he doesn't. It doesn't matter anymore. The outside noise and chatter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If I'm the greatest of all time, fine. You think that way? You don't. Think, he right. never got really hooked up on that. Whereas, like my brand or whatever, I am what I am. Well, okay, I think he, he got well. hooked up it in the sense that he's an ultimate competitor and he wants to be the damn best he can. And Brady thinks he's the best ever. And oh and, yeah, but he doesn't. But he's always like, yeah, like the last press conference. Yeah, you know. But it's the offensive line. 
It's my running backs block picking up a block. It's my coaches. It's me throwing. You know, it's not all just me throwing 500 TD passes. But you know what? You never. I mean, you never hear him say, "Can you get me a receiver in here one week to the next?" Yeah. Oh, it's Wes Welker. The guy's four foot three. You know what I mean? But I'll hit him. It doesn't matter. He'll make yeah. the play. Oh, you get me Edelman? Okay, you got me Edelman. Oh, you got me Randy Moss? That's wonderful. Uh, how great is that? You got me even better than Randy. Well, I don't want to say Josh Gordon's better than Randy Moss. But you know what? You got me someone really close to him. That, yeah. That's great. But he's, he's not like, but if you brought in, um, uh, what is that guy? Ho- Chris Hogan? Is it one Chris of their Hogan, receivers? Yeah. He doesn't complain that Hogan's you know there either. He's like, no, Hogan gets open, I'll throw it Hogan to you. Hogan was a lacrosse player. Lacrosse player. That's what the other thing about the Patriots, and I'm not. If a big I played Patriots for the fan, Patriots, would I get 50 catches? You I'm would get. Are you kidding me? I, would I get? 50 you would catches? be that, and you'd be the special teams probably captain. There we go. Because you'd be all over the joint with yeah. that. You know, what I'm I mean? five nine. Perfect. I think I'd fit in perfect. You'd be a perfect fit for that. Five nine slot. You're five nine. You're yeah. slow. Five slow. Perfect. Exactly. Nobody cover you. They exactly. say let it go. Get, we got number ten over here. Let it go. Yeah, be he's crazy. not going to catch. You catch him, you know, eight yeah eight yard outs. I went out so of bounds. I easily yeah, went out of bounds. Quick, knee, take a knee, take a knee. You know what? I, if I played receiver in the NFL, maybe you I'd, made football I'd call soft. for a fair catch. Exactly. If it was more being thrown to me, I'd be calling for a fair catch. Or you squirt right, and say duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah duck. It's, football it's is happen. not soft. Just no. to go back, football is not soft. Football, I can never do it. Um, football is not soft. I want to. I want to. You, there's something I, I want to. Did you want to bring up nope, something quick? Go right okay. ahead. Go ahead. What I think would be best for football is if the Giants get a quarterback. Well, that'd be great if the Giants get a quarterback. But I think would be great for the season uh-huh. is if in the NFC we saw the Rams against the Packers Ooh. in the conference title, right. and we saw the Patriots against the Chiefs. That would be. The, the, I think that was my final four, wasn't it? No, yeah, yeah, no, not quite. Not quite. I have the Giants um, go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the we're we're well, going to change that. that that's because to me, that's the best. I'm not ready to predict that. Do you have any? That, do you have any predictions about what perfect. the season's going to be? About who's going to make it? Me? I have Atlanta going to the playoffs. Well, Forget it. So you know what I mean? No. Well, right obviously, now, I, do you want to change it from the Jaguars Vikings in eight, the Super Bowl halfway through the season? The eighth eighth game. Then you'll be ready to. Then I'll go and reevaluate my Giants. Making the playoffs and winning the division because well, the Eagles. You just aren't said they were going to make the playoffs. You didn't say that they were going to like go far. No, I didn't say they were going to go far, but I do have them in there, and I have a couple other other things. I you know. are you still comfortable with the Vikings out of the NFC? I'm still right now. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, okay? Because I'm also like I know we're short on time, but Pittsburgh Kirk Cousins has been pretty good, by the way. Kirk Cousins has been very good. Pittsburgh's disappointed me. He absolutely and and the Ravens have surprised me, and so the Bengals. Bengals, yeah. Let's not count the Bengals out. But the thing about the Steelers is there's so much, you know, with a very, like, um, conservative team, you know, I would say that, like, the Steelers are, like, more conservative. Not that they're conservative. Right, they're no, you, you've got Le'Veon Bell. You've got Antonio Brown saying this. You've got Le'Veon Bell holding out, and he's going to come back in week seven, and he's going to get paid. Now, if it was me, and I'm the Steelers, and you're coming off on a bye week, you want to come back in, you said you come in week seven, I'm not paying you until the eighth game. Right. You know why? Because you're gonna work for you're gonna come in and work for nothing. You're gonna come in. Look, I know you want money, and Earl Thomas got hurt, broke his leg, gave the finger to the sidelines of the the, the Seahawks going off there and whatever. And I get you want to make money, and I feel bad for you to do that. But it wasn't the best look for him doing that because 
But I get to make the thing. I'm I'm always pro player because I am these too. players don't get guaranteed contracts, right? You know, and but, these guys lay their lives. But out who's there. to say that if he was got traded, he wouldn't have got hurt playing for the Cowboys or wherever? Now I get it, and you could be upset, and you could hold out, and you have a right to do that. And it's your business. But he was under contract this year, though. The play he was. You signed the deal. But Le'Veon Bell is one of the great running backs. This league has ever seen from a talent perspective. No doubt about it. Field. But he's missed games due to off-the-field things. He's been sure, suspended. He's sure. missed four games here. He's missed four games there. And the, the Steelers, you know, took him, you know, and paid him and did everything they had to do. You want to get paid, and you're the best at what you do. And you were one of the top backs. You know, Todd Gurley is in that, too. You're, you're, he's great. But that's not only the reason why the, the you know, Steelers aren't winning. It's their defense has the been defense is shocked me how bad their hey, defense has been. Juju Smith Schuster also on my fantasy team. He's been great. That kid, I didn't know he was that. Well, I picked him because because of his name. Well, I like the name. But Juju Beads. You got to watch. Well, you're a Notre Dame fan. We're Notre Dame fans, right? I watch that guy a lot because of USC. Yeah. I always. Th- I I don't know how he's. I I thought he was going to be good, which is why I took him. I didn't know he was going to be this good. He's been really good. Juju well, it helps Smith. having Antonio Brown on your it's team, too. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? But he, you know, the thing is, he doesn't drop a ball. If he's no, going to get his doesn't. hands on it, he doesn't drop he doesn't. That's the big thing with, with, with this guy was in college and the way he is now. He gets his mitts on it. It's my ball. It's and a team, I, you know, the Steelers, as disappointing as they've been, though. They're a team, I think, can turn it around quickly. Like, they're a team that I'm not ready to say that they're done. No, offensively, I think they can. Their yeah. defense, to me, is very porous. Yeah. Now, I know they lost Shazier last year. Yeah, they got, you know, the poor guy and whatever. Yes. But their defense has not been a Steeler defense for a couple of years, even so. You know, they right. haven't that's been like that. And they've lost two games at home, which surprises me, right. too. Right, yeah, yeah. So that's a disappointment. Well, they've and also run into the Mahomes buzz. The, the, home well. buzz. the other thing I want to say, I've only got a couple of things. 49ers, what did I tell you? They weren't going to make the playoffs. They're definitely not going to make the well, playoffs. Well, now they're definitely not. They're de- but too much on Garoppolo. In the be- he played, when he played for New England, right, he played two games and got hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now he decides he's going to go for an extra yard and get his MCL and his shoulder screwed up. What do you do? That's why there's the out of bounds. He was already out of bounds. He was out of bounds. He was out of bounds. He was trying to cut it back in. Yeah. Trying to cut it back in, and you're going to run it. The play was already dead, so he's his injury, you know. I don't, and like the defensive back says, it's not my fault. He runs back, and I'm going to hit him. That's what's going to happen. So Garoppolo may be either, uh, not, I don't want to say anything, you know, but he could either be a bust, which, you know, but to think that he was going to take over for a good-looking dude, but that doesn't make you take over the Patriots because you're a good-looking guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You go from dude. a handsome dude uh, well, Brady to a handsome dude Garoppolo. I don't want to ascribe any bad motives to to Tom Brady, but nobody is uh, feeling more vindicated at this point of the season than Tom Brady. Oh, God, absolutely. What do you think? Yeah, you don't think Brady's like, yeah, there's your there's your $30 million or what, getting more money than me, for, you know what I mean, at, yeah. at, at times? Look, I wish Garoppolo well. I hope he recovers. I like, this, I like the 49ers. I've always... The, you know, I like their helmets. I mean, yeah, put yeah, you that yeah, one. Yeah. Good franchise, too. Good franchise. It's good for football. You have the 49ers. You know, John Gruden, did I make a mistake coming back or what? You can't every week say, geez, if we only had a pass rush. You let the best pass rusher in football go. That's true. Um, I have heard this, though, in his defense. Yeah. I've heard that Mark Davis yeah. actually didn't have the money to pay Khalil Mack, so they had to get rid of him. Like From what I understand, Mark, like a lot of these owners are like independently wealthy. How much money is he giving Gruden? <laughs> well, that's the yeah, that's the Yeah, okay, you're paying 10 you know, years, you're right. $150 you're right. million? Dollars. 
you're going to in, in two years you're going to Las Vegas. I think you're going to make some money on the deal. That's not my fault. You don't have. You got to find a way to pay one of the to top Mac. Defensive one of the best players. defensive players we've seen in a while. And then, but but also he's he said Gruden. Oh well, you know if he didn't want to be here, you know uh, we didn't really want. Not. But do you think you, fought, do you think if that he Gruden talked didn't to me? Want Mac I think. There? Well, he's Khalil Mack said Gruden never talked to me. If I, if I got that right. Okay. How do you not call this guy and say please? Come back to yeah, us. He's pretty good. I've been in the booth for like, and everybody thinks I'm a genius because I've been in the booth. Now, I'm yeah. John Gruden. I'm one in three. And all I keep complaining about is, or well, his one win, he did have a big win against the suddenly resurgent Browns. Right. What do you think of Mayfield? I like Mayfield. I like Mayfield too. I like Mayfield too. And <laughs> watching, and because I know how much you love Michael Irvin. I love Michael Irvin. He was glowing. I love Michael. Glowing. Irvin. About and I, you know what? I you turned me on Michael Irvin. He's great. Come on, I like man. Michael Irvin. I know he's I a cowboy, on, and you I didn't know, like him. I know, and, and I miss him on the prime, you know, prime time NFL prime time. Oh, with, speaking of prime, or prime, prime time, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. If you ball, you get the call. You get the call. I would love to get a call from. Oh, you love to get a call from Deion. I love, and you get a shirt. Well, he was also too. I feel like I like Deion. Deion and I are kindred spirits for another because, other than. I, I believe Deion in Eli. Sanders was Eli Manning's biggest proponent. He loved Eli. Yeah. So I, I believe in Eli. I believe in he Eli. He loved him. So now I, I have to see this week. I have to watch the show on the NFL Network if he's really going to still believe in Eli. But we'll see. We'll it's see. amazing. If he loses Dion, that's how you know Eli's done. He if he loses Dion, I want to see him get Eli get the call. You want to see Eli? That get the would call? be awesome if he got the call. We've talked a lot about the NFL. I just want to say Notre Dame football. Yeah. They're playing Virginia Tech at the time that we're doing this. Predictions? That they have to run the table they have to, to get the to the finals. Playoffs, yeah. to, to get to the final. And I don't want them to be the four seed because Alabama will be number one. <laughs> yeah, and they'll run So it. I don't want them to. I'd rather them lose in the championship game than how the, Notre Dame plays again. We do not, yeah, we do not want to see that again. When they lost to an Alabama team without a quarterback. Yeah, and I just want to say this about nothing. Nick Saban. He's getting on the, like the students. Yeah, get over it. Okay. Do I want to watch them blow out Louisiana Lafayette? Yeah. Because I, it's unfair. I mean, it's almost unfair what Alabama's doing. Because they have a quarterback now. They've always had, like, McCarron or, like, these other losers. And no yeah. offense to those. No, no offense to those guys. But this guy they have now, come on. Who's the, 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 the McElroy, the guy that does the games for uh, yeah, ESPN yeah, yeah. These are guys he won national championships with. Yeah. And no offense to this those two, guys. Look, no. Two they are system. Well, and you had Jalen Hurts. This guy could start for how many teams Jalen Hurts could start for? Yeah. And he said, you know what? I'm going to stay in here and I'll win another national championship and whatever. I, I have no problem. When you watch that's that a play, great kid who who that's a, we have to give some credit to that kid who wins a damn national title and then just has a bad first half and this guy comes in the second half and, and, and just throws the ball around. He's amazing. And he's from Hawaii. Like, that's how good Alabama is. They find you. It doesn't matter where you are. This kid just comes out of nowhere, wings one, and now he's having an unbelievable season. He's got to be a Heisman contender. Got to be. Well, the thing is, he's only playing half a game, though. Goodness. But you're playing... Now, look, they could lose a game, Alabama. It could happen. I mean, like, you know, there's been earthquakes and tsunamis, so things can happen. things can happen. But don't blame some of the student body for not going to wine the sea right. because how it works too is it's a lottery thing so you can't you 
get tickets from what I understand, like you could put in for all the games, but doesn't mean you're going to get them all. So you may end up with Louisiana Lafayette, not LSU coming in. So what am I going to do? I want to sit there and watch. It's forty-five nothing at half. Yeah, that's not like you can the, catch up on your Netflix at that point. You really can, or you're not going to. I mean, or you can or, go outside at the tailgate. Or, or pl- I remember when Notre Dame played SMU after the death penalty. When SMU got the team, they kept the clock running the whole game. Oh really? Uh, the, in the second half, because Notre Dame was so good. This is like in the late '80s. Mm-hmm. Because SMU couldn't play with these guys. That's the way they should do it in, in college ball against Alabama. Some of these teams. Just keep, whether he runs out of bounds or not, keep the clock running because he could put 100 up every week on some of these teams, Saban. Now, you know, coaching, player, there's a guy who you come in, system, he's changed a little bit too, though. Running, don't lose the game for us. Now he's got this guy who can throw it 60 yards on a dime. Hey, that's a good idea. Let's just throw the ball now. That's when you have confidence in yourself, though, too, to be a great coach. That's the thing. You have to have the confidence to be able to change and make things happen. And, and he's an amazing coach, Saban. And I just want Notre Dame to get to the, you know, so will they win, it's, 30 will they years, it's 30 years since they won their last national championship. Will they beat Virginia Tech tonight? They have to beat Virginia Tech. But are you ready to pick I'm going to say they're going to beat Virginia Tech. Yeah, I think Tech. they're better than Virginia Tech. There's, there's a couple of games that get me. They have to play Northwestern. Northwestern always plays Notre Dame. Yeah, you seem to be stuck on that as a trap game. It's always one of those. It's in Northwestern. It's in Northwestern. That guy's a good coach. He gets his team ready. Very good coach. Fitzgerald? Pat Fitzgerald. Very good coach. They play so well, and they always just seem to play Notre Dame tough. They play Syracuse at Yankee Stadium. That's a game that'll be tight early. Syracuse played Clemson tough in Clemson. But the biggest thing is. Brian, you know, Winbush was very good for Notre Dame, but this Ian Book kid. Oh, he's been unbelievable. Unbelievable. Another guy we have to give credit to, he's a kid, Brian Winbush, who was a good player. Right. He's been a great teammate since being benched. And I feel like we rip college at, like, these are kids. You know what I'm saying? They're 18 like, to 22 years old. Yeah. They're told they're great all the time. And guess what? When you come here, there's somebody better than I you. Know. You know what I mean? You've been told since you're nine years old playing, you know, like you had it all those years. Being told you know you're great, you're great, well, you're great. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Well, and you're then, my fault by you. Yes. You know what I mean. But he didn't let that get to him. Now though, he's at Notre Dame. You know, you're still at Notre Dame. Yeah. You know what I mean. And you are only one play away in football from somebody getting hurt, and you could come back, and they may rely on you. It's not like he can say, "Oh, we, you know, Wimbush isn't that good, or we made the." You know, Kelly's been good about that because you never know something could happen. And Brian Kelly's also pretty much his whole career with Notre Dame, and even at Cincinnati, he's played two quarterbacks. He's played two quarterbacks. You know? The thing that bothers me is they're you know they're three and ten under him against top twenty five teams, and they've lost four in a row. Brian Kelly at Notre Dame, top twenty five teams on the road. Uh, top twenty five teams. At, he's only played 13. Uh, on the road. Yeah, yeah he's only played three three and ten under Brian Kelly. Top twenty five teams on the road. On the road, I was on the say, road. He's definitely played in those years more. Oh yeah, he's played, but, but on the road, he's been they've been horrible. I mean, I remember the Clemson loss, the Florida State yeah. loss. I mean, these are game. This is a game where if you're going to be a national championship contender, this is your year. Your defense is better. They're quicker, and your offense. Well, this kid, and they could open up the playbook for him because Wimbush couldn't throw guys open, and we talked about that. Yeah, Ian Book could throw guys open. It, it, so that's a little bit of my college football rant cool. there. I just wanted to get onto that. Yeah. You have anything you want to add to the uh, show? Anything that's. Uh, uh, I just want to hope my boy Pat Mahomes Pat is Mahomes. healthy. That's it. That's been my biggest takeaway. You got, your, you so got your shirt. Yes, sir. Because we have to take care of the, the staff up, here, Mahomes? the producer. 
So uh, shout out to Steve being the yeah, producer of the I'm year. Looking forward to seeing the season play out. And so that's our uh, quarter poll. Um, quarter poll podcast. Po- quarter poll podcast about the NFL. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll be doing a second one. Later. About Comic-Con. There we go. That'll keep you on the edge of your seats. There we go. Thanks for listening. All right.